I love uh, the way you sing. You are a small group, but you sing like a very big congregation. In other words, it's not about how many people you are. Are we together? It's about how dedicated you are. So this type of singing, you know, it makes me feel like I'm in a very big congregation. Anyway, it made me fully understand that we are not singing alone. There are angels of God around here that are joining us in the singing program. And this makes me feel like, you know what, you don't need people, but you need God. Are we together, church? You don't need people, but you need who? You need God in your life. You know, uh, it's not a, a mistake that I came here. Let me make this thing very clear. It's not a what was around. It's not a mistake, but it's the leadership of God. It's God who is leading. He is the one who made it possible for me to be here. So that me and you, we can encourage each other in the journey of our faith. Are we together? Uh, you know, I like this song so much. This is one of my favorite songs in my Christian life. Are we together? In Gomalei, iti konaena, uchesu uyangenzanjani batandika. Uyangenhola. You know, when I was listening to the announcements, listening to these uh, 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 challenging issues that we meet, our brothers, some of our friends, our parents, some of them are not feeling well. You know, uh, I got touched so much. And umtalma sego, yasun tintire mani maeti, if the Lord is on our side, are we together, Wazaran? If the Lord is on our what? On our side, who can be against us? In other words, there is nothing. There is no one who can be against us if God is on our side. So if you continue following the song, you know, this writer of this song, I, I understand he was going through challenges. He had some problems and some difficulties in his Christian journey. But he ended up composing this type of a song because of the God that he worships. He says, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know whether you're following I want to understand that there was something But I together You know, let me uh, cut a long story very short because there is a lot to say, but the time is what? It's very short. Uh, I want us to talk about something very interesting. And my small topic of our short service says, do not be afraid. God is with us. Are we together? Do not be what? Afraid. God is with us. Uh, one of the things that came to us as human beings, starting from our, our forefathers, Adam and Eve, when they had eaten of that forbidden tree, you remember, one of the things that came first to their lives was to be afraid. So, the reason why the Bible says, do not be afraid, it's because God knows that people are afraid. So, God says, do not be what? Afraid. And uh, this morning, I want us to say, do not be afraid. God is with us. And if God is with us, 
Who can be against us? The only way you can be afraid is when you have not studied about our God. But if you have made a research and checked about the history of our God, how he has done things in the past, I tell you, you will never have a reason to be afraid. Because the things that he has done in the past, they will give you power and courage to go forward. Because you will know that what he has done in the past, he can do it again. So we are worshiping such a God who says, do not be afraid for I am with you till the end of the time. I am with you till the end of the time. You know, one of the things that, that, that touched me and that encourages me when I read the Bible is the Luke chapter 2 verses 14. But before we read Luke chapter 2 verse 14, I want us to read our biblical text for today. Uh, it's found in the book of Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 17. Those with Bibles. Matthew chapter 17. Uh, it's a short verse, but it's full of it's full of powerful things. Matthew chapter seventeen, verses uh, uh, verse eight. Can I read it? Verse eight. Those with Bibles, have you arrived there? Yes. Right. Verse eight says, "And when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus only." Are we following? When they had lifted up their what? Their eyes. They saw no man save Jesus only. May the good Lord bless the reading of his word. You know, uh, I wanted to say one of the things that touched me the most when I read the Bible. It is Luke chapter 2 verses 14. You know, when you read Luke chapter 2 verse 14, it talks about a time when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Are we following? The Bible says... Uh, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem, the angels of God were found singing around, saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. Henceforth, this is the verse, henceforth good shall toward man. Are we following church? Jesus was born in Bethlehem. The angels of God came to sing and celebrate the birth of a child. And the angels were heard singing, saying, Glory to God in the highest. Because a baby has been what? Born. And on earth, peace. Henceforth, good shall toward men. You know, I was asking myself, why, why the Bible says, and on earth, peace? It's because we are living in a world that is full of corruption. All together. We are living in a world that is full of violence and everything that is evil. The fact that Jesus was born, the Bible says, on earth, what was that one? Peace. Because we, we have a man who has been born, or we have, we have a man who is now on our side. And if you follow very carefully the names that are given to Jesus when he was born, the Bible says, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. That means God with who? With us. So in other words, we are worshipping a God who is no longer just in heaven. But we are worshiping a God who is now with who, Basaran? With us. So when we meet challenges, when we meet problems, when we meet difficulties in our, in our Christian life, we must know that God is with us. Because his name shall be called Emmanuel. That simply means God is with us. So for that reason, we cannot be afraid of anything. Because God is on our side. So this morning, I want you to leave this place encouraged. All together. 
I want you to leave this place having faith in knowing that we are worshipping a God who is on our side. You know, there's one thing that touches me about Masego. Many a times with the people who profess to be following Christ. You know, when we come with a problem uh, to Christ, maybe we're in a prayer paint, we come here and, and they say out our challenges and our problems. We say, no, let's pray to God and tell God all our problems. We pray, 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 pray. After praying, then we go out. Listen to how people talk when they are out. They are saying, ah, I am cool and bell. But you have prayed. But you have prayed. So in other words, your prayer is against faith. You are praying, but you do not believe. So when you pray, the Bible says, when you pray, you must believe. But the problem is that we pray, but we say, How can we say when we are worshipping the arm of a living God? How can we say when we are worshipping the God of the Old Testament? And the court of the New Testament. Because we are worshipping a court who opened the Red Sea into a dry land. So why should we be afraid on simple things that we meet every day? The reason why we, 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 we do not believe is because we do not trust God. God is saying, try me, trust me, and see if I'm not going to do great things for us, for you. If you read uh, in the Old Testament, the Bible is full of statements, I am the God of Abraham. Whenever he introduces himself, he says, I am the God of who? Abraham. He says, I am the God of Isaac. I am the God of Jacob. You know why God is saying that? He is simply saying, if you have a problem, go and read the account of Abraham. And see what I did for Abraham. If you have a challenge, go and read the account of Isaac when his wife could not give birth and see what I did for Isaac. If you have a problem, go and read what I did for Jacob because Jacob had a problem when he ran away from Esau and I was with him. So what problem do you have that I cannot solve? So God is actually laying out his CV. He is saying, look at what I can do for you. But unfortunately, most of us, we do not check the CV of God. God is actually saying, I am with you till the end of the time. We don't have a reason to be afraid. We might be sick, but we don't have a reason to be afraid. We might, be, we, 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 we might not be working, but we do not have a reason to be afraid. We have a reason to believe and smile. Let me tell you something. If you read the book of James, James says, count it joy. When you fall into diverse temptations, you must count it to what must around joy. In other words, James is saying it's an opportunity for God to work with you. Are you together? It's an opportunity for you to see the power of God in your life. But unfortunately, we do not count it joy, we cry. And God gets disappointed when we cry and run away. God is saying, count it joy, because you are going to see the arm of a living God. One of these days, a uh, Jesus, when he was with his disciples in the book of Matthew, Jesus takes Peter, James, and John. Are we together? They go, they leave the other disciples. They go to a mountainous area. Are we together? They climb a mountain. As they were there up on the mountain, the Bible says Jesus was transfigured. Are we together? Jesus was what? Was transfigured. In other words, Jesus was glorified. 
When they were there on the mountain, if you read the Bible, it says there was a, a voice that was heard as they were on the mountain praying. That said, this is my beloved son, hear him. All together. That was, a, that was a voice that was assuring the disciples that you are not with an ordinary man, but you are with my son. All together. You are not with just a man, but you are with the creator of the universe. Because John 1 verse 1 says, in the beginning was the word, was the word. And the word was with God, and the word was God. The same man who created everything is with you. So in other words, the voice was assuring the disciples that you are with a man who is the owner of the universe. The Bible says, it said, do not be afraid. That is my beloved son, hear him. As they were busy on the mountain there, the Bible says, then there was a big glory that overshadowed all of them. All together, when they were all overshadowed, the Bible says, Peter, James, and John, they were afraid. Are you following? They were what? They were afraid. And then they fell down on their faces because they were busy praying there. They fell down on their faces. And when they lifted up their eyes, this is where we are. This is where we are. I want us to read verse 9. I want us to read verse 9, our biblical text. Verse 8, actually. The Bible says, When they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus. When they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but they saw who? Jesus. Remember, when they were up there on the mountain, there appeared Moses. Are you together? They appeared Elijah. Those men were known to be great men who were walking with God. Remember, it was known that Moses died, but Moses also went to heaven. Remember. It was also known that Elijah was taken by a chariot of fire, alive, going to heaven. But now they are seeing this man with Jesus here. Do you know what Peter says when he sees all that? He says, Master, it is good for us to be here. Is it fine that we can make three tabernacles? Are we together? One for you, Master. One for Moses. And one for Elijah. Are we following? That's what Peter is saying. Peter is saying, this is a powerful experience. This is a mountain experience. This is a good life. In other words, I don't want to go back to the mountain. Let us make a tabernacle and stay away. And stay here on the mountain. Because it looks like if we can be always here, all our things will be okay. And when the glory overshadowed all of them, the Bible says they fell down on their faces and Jesus lifted them up. And when Jesus lifted them up, the Bible says in verse 8, they saw no one save only who brothers, Jesus. I'm about to sit down. This is what I want to say to you. There is a time in life when things are going well. Are, are you following? There is a time in life when you feel like walking with God is a nice journey. Are we following? There is a time in life when you are working and your wife is working. Your kids are passing at school. Everything seems to be going well. When you come to the church in the morning singing, everything is okay. You, you are doing well. Are, are you following? When you, are, when you are singing, praising God, you feel like for sure God is leading me. That's a mountain experience. Are you following? You are in a mountain experience of walking with God. You are seeing good things in your life as you walk with God. But there is a time when all those things will seem to be disappearing from your life. Are you following, church? 
There's a time when challenging times will come to your life. Because if you read the Bible, says it says, when they came down from the mountain, that is when they realized that they saw only Jesus and no one else. In other words, Elijah had gone. Are we together? Moses had what? Had gone. The glory that overshadowed them had what? Had gone. But when they opened their eyes, they saw no one but only Jesus. What am I saying to you? I'm simply saying, when things begin to go down in your Christian life, or you begin to get sick, friends can simply leave you. Are you following church? Friends can simply leave you. You can even get fired at work. You can find that even the neighbors seem not to be in love with you anymore. When you begin to have difficult times, your wife is sick and all that, you will discover that all people will give you space and you remain like you are alone. But this is what I want to say to you. Open your eyes very well. Jesus is still with you. That is what I want to say to you. Open your eyes very well. As much as everyone has left you, but Jesus is still with who? With you. As much as Peter and James and John saw, uh, 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 saw that Elijah and Moses had gone to heaven, but Jesus was still with who? With them. Jesus never left them. He knew that this is an experience that is so good. But if I leave you here, it's going to be a problem. That is why the Bible says, do not be afraid. I am with you till the end of the what? Till the end of the time. So if you are going through problems, don't worry. Do not be afraid. Jesus is with you. If you have got challenges and difficulties, do not be afraid. Jesus is with you. He will never leave you. He will never leave us. As long as we stay connected to Jesus, he will never leave us. He will never leave you in whatever you are going through. Jesus is always with us. You know, the last verse that I want to read is found in the book of Psalms, chapter 124. The Bible says, eh, eh, if God was... Can I read it? Can I read it? So that I do not say something that will confuse us. Psalms, chapter 124, verses, eh, verses 1. Psalms 124, verses 1. This is what the Bible says. It says, if it had not been, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Are you following? If it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. When the enemies or when men rose up against us, the enemy was going to swallow us up alive. That is what the Bible is saying. The Bible is saying, if God was not on our side, the enemy was going, to fall, was going to swallow us alive. What is the Bible saying here? The Bible is not saying we are on the side of God. Are you following myself? The Bible does not say we are on the side of God. But the Bible says God is on whose side? On our side. Actually, it's God who crossed from all over to come to our side. And when I checked closely our site, I discovered that our site is full of stress. Our site is full of unemployment. Our site is full of sicknesses. Our site is full of death. Our site is full of disappointment. And the Bible says, the Lord crossed over to our site. So when we meet challenges, we must know that we are not alone. The Lord crossed over 
to our side. And we have no reason to be afraid because God crossed over to our side. God is with us. We are worshiping a God who initiates to love us. We did not love him, but he loved us. To an extent that he crossed over to our side. So when we get disappointment, God is with us. When we get sicknesses, God is with us. When we get some death, God is with us. He is saying, I have crossed over to your side. Do not be afraid. I am with you till the end of the time. Let me tell you this, brothers and sisters. As we continue in this journey of life as Christians, we are yet to meet difficult things. We are yet to meet challenges. So number two, as a pale. But there is one thing that we must know. We are worshipping a God who will never leave us even one day. We are worshipping a God who has promised and he will fulfill. We are worshipping a faithful God who sticks to us more than a friend. A God who stays closer. A God who empathizes. You know, the Bible does not say he sympathizes. It says he empathizes. You know, to empathize is to feel what I feel is to get into my shoes. You know, my neighbor can, or my friend cannot feel what I feel. But God gets into my shoes and feel what I feel. So we are worshipping a God who has promised never to leave us till the end of the time. That is why the Bible says in the book of Luke, surely when the Son of Man shall come, will he find faith? Do you know the reason why the Bible is saying that? It's because in the world, the tribulations you shall have. In the world, you will have challenges. A lot of people will give up. That is why Luke is asking a question. Surely when the Son of Man shall come, will he find faith? In other words, will he find people who will be still sticking to faith even though they have challenges? Will he find people who will continue to trust God even though the situation is not conducive? Will he find people who will trust him even when it comes to death? The song that we sang, said, when the work is done. Are you following? When the whole work is what? Is done. Are we together? He will come and take us home. But what I want to tell you is that never ever give up in life. Never ever give up on God. You can give up on a friend. You can give up on a parent. You can give up on a brother. But never give up on God. Never give up on trusting God. Because when we give up on trusting God, we disappoint God. Because God is next to us, but we give up on him. So God is surely saying, do not be afraid. I will never leave you till the end of the time. May the good Lord bless us. Even though we have got brothers and sisters who are not feeling well. Even though we have got challenges. As a church, let's press together. And know that we have a God who has promised to be with us till the end of the time. May the good Lord bless us.